1: Oh Gunal, no Formula 1 for right now? Let's try. Okay. Uh, What I'm going to do now is, just to make our podcast more entertaining, I'm going to start saying jokes.
0: I can bet these are Formula 1 jokes.
1: Uh, I can bet they're funny. Will you laugh? (laughs) Will you laugh? Let me try. Okay, okay. Here's the deal, huh? So recently, Ross Braun came to the media and said, I think we can win the championship next year. (laughs) (laughs) The only man who didn't laugh on that joke was man called Hamilton.
0: <laughs> My God, Rishi. Oh, God. If they if they do, that's brilliant. And, you know, people like you and I who are Schumacher fans will turn around and say, yeah, yeah, you know, the credit goes to Schumacher. All the inputs he gave over the last three years have made the W04, if they call it that, really competitive.
1: <laughs> I think they should just call it joke number four because, I mean, that car, you have Michael Schumacher and if you don't win... There's something really, really wrong with that car. That is correct. That is really correct, but something that is happening uh, in Formula 1, and we like it, is a lot of news. Now, the flag saga that went down and didn't go down well with a lot of people, uh, Ferrari wrote to FIA saying, is there any clarification on the fact that Vettel's move was legal slash illegal? Now, what's your take on it? Because uh, I, I see it very differently. Okay,
0: we are, since you asked me what's my take and I'm sure we have different takes as mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. I think it's only fair because you're in a competition, mm-hmm. especially in a competition where you're not necessarily tracking your other drivers as much as you're tracking your own driver. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if there is a situation like this where the world championship is at stake, you're very justified in asking for an explanation or a reasoning behind it. And asking, uh, the it's like going to the third umpire.
1: I understand and Bernie Eccleston really criticized Ferrari for being sour grapes and stuff like that. But the way I also look at it, yes, one would want to do that. But Ferrari would have preferred beating them on the track. So, anyhow, uh, Vettel's move has been declared legal and clear.
0: Yes, Bernie Ecclestone is the CEO of Formula 1, the commercial rights holder, etc, etc. But the FIA has a role to play and if the two competitors have written to them or one of them has written to them to clarify something,
1: I think it's very just. Bernie also has a hot daughter that you forgot. And I'm going to marry her someday. Two of them! One for you and one for me. God (laughs) is fair! Someone who's fair, he's a brilliant racer, one of my favourites to win the title next year is Jensen Button. He's going to be leading McLaren Mercedes. As uh, a very experienced candidate. Now tell me something. Button made two statements last week. First statement, I would like to be Alonso's uh, partner sometime and like to give him a run for his money. A, that's not going to happen. But the other comment that he made about the tyres is, he thinks the range of operation of these tyres given by Pirelli should be a lot larger so that, you know, it just nullifies somebody's advantage and disadvantage.
0: Yeah, see, Button is one of the better drivers on the grid when it comes to understanding tyres and their characteristics. Correct. So I'm somebody who'll go, which is statement completely. I mean, we've seen races when suddenly you've had Mercedes doing really well in you know one of the races uh, yeah. on the weekend. Did that ever happen? In China, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in Valencia. Yes, Okay, is. and then suddenly they go to another weekend, they're unable to bring it up to the operating temperature, which Correct. is a very narrow one. Correct. And, you know, they've struggled, and it's it's the case been with most teams this year. Absolutely. So I, I somewhere agree with Button's point of view as well.
1: Mr. Bernie Eccleston, if you're listening, this is Dr. Rishi Kapoor wanting to tell you a greater solution for that. What I feel, and what the right thing to do is... Pirelli should get three types of compounds every race and the rule should be to compulsorily use two out of the three. So, if there's a uh, if, if there's a super soft, soft and a hard tyre, some teams would go for the hard and the soft, some would go for the super soft and the soft and then we'll have different strategies and, 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 and you know... Mix so, them I'm out.
0: giving you... Bernie's email address. Yes. And Sean Todd's phone number. Yes.
1: I will still give. I uh, want Bernie's uh, daughter's email address, but
0: <laughs> she has nothing to do with tires. Trust me, she wouldn't know what tires are about.
1: <laughs> um, well, the one on my waist, yes. But <laughs> all right then. Uh, moving on now, Kunal, my man here, is going to give us a little roundup on who's where in Formula One, who's yet to secure a seat, and what's happening. Okay, so Ferrari is is confirmed. Um, Red Bull is confirmed. McLaren is now confirmed with Sergio Perez being the new driver. Mercedes has Nico and Lewis Hamilton. And then?
0: And then we have Lotus F1 yet to confirm the second seat for next year. That is Grosjean. And hopefully, yes. I think he should get a second chance. Absolutely.
1: Well, as far as Sahara Force India F1 is concerned, I think, and it's a very biased one, but I think they should uh, they should get Adrian Sutil back with Jules Bianchi.
0: Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Let's see what the team ultimately ends up choosing finally. Sabah. Sauber, they have Gutierrez and Nico Hulkenberg. So, they have two new drivers in the cars next year. Then you have Williams. They just confirmed Maldonado and Valtteri bought us. If a lot, lot of how. money. Bought us a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then I think a seat each available in Caterham, and Marusha. And wait a minute, you have an entire team available in HRT.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And and our man uh, Naren and could be out of a job at the end of the season. Uh, really sad because he's a talented bloke, hasn't got his bit in Formula 1. But well, tell me what happens to our Indian drivers. Well,
0: the Indian drivers, I don't know if they'll make it to Formula 1 next year. Mm-hmm. But the two Formula 1 drivers from India, Naren and Karuna, racing in the race of champions in Thailand this weekend. So for Indian Formula 1 fans who so missing all the action, this mm-hmm. is the time to tune in and see our two champions in action
1: what are they racing street bikes they're not champions they're not yeah. supposed to be there
0: well no I, I must interrupt you they are champions because they are racing in the race of champions Asia and both of them have been former Asia champions they Asia. yeah they won the formula Asia back then in the early 2000s and they're going to be racing in equal cars and if they really do well they could end up Competing against Sebastian Vettel and our hero Michael Schumacher.
1: All right then. All right then. Here's wishing them all the best. Okay, Kunal has come up with this new section on our blog where I get to sleep and he talks. (laughs) He's talking about some real local stuff that I'm not interested in. Well,
0: trust me, if if we were to be there last weekend at the Buddh International Circuit, Mm -hmm. along with all the other F1 fans who follow Motorsport, Mm -hmm. we'd have had a great time because the Sidwin Festival of Speed was organized last Mm. weekend. Mm. We had the JK Racing Series. We had MRFs. Okay, wake up, Rishi. We had the Polo Cup, etc. And we had close to 15,000 spectators on track. The good thing is, we need such activities to promote motorsport in the country. We need such uh, events to make sure that Formula One and motorsport is not spoken about just for the week of the Indian Grand Prix, Mm -hmm. but all through the season. And then, if there is greater acceptance for the sport, do you know you and I also benefit, Rishi? We do? because there'll be more people coming to hear our podcasting. Oh then. yes, oh yes. We could probably end up selling some honor sponsorship as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like his new segment. I love this man's new segment. I must tell you there's a new segment we'll be doing, completely new one which is called the F1 Kunal and Rishi Kapoor uh, Blog Awards. Hitesh, who's actually been seeking by our blog, has been commenting on him, is a very avid listener, a fan, if I may call it, that way has come up with a lot of categories uh, for these awards. That plus a few of ours uh, would be featured next week. It's going to be a very fun podcast. You must catch it. Kunal and I are right now signing off. This is uh, Adios Amigos. Hola, senorita. That's the only amount of on Spanish I know, right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give a message to Fernando on his radio. Okay, stop it. <laughs> Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with the fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free Breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available. Participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account
0: registration required.